Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the first installment of Strictly Business with Derek Contrera. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm your host, former professional skateboarder, Derek Contrera. Now, first of all, I would like to give a shout out to my fans in Hustle Juice Nation. What up? You are the greatest fans in the world. I love you guys, honestly. One day, I hope to start an actual nation much like Israel, where all of us can live. But for now, I am starting a podcast. So on this show, I will be documenting my quest to become the next great American businessman. That's right. I have decided to leave the skateboarding world behind to become an entrepreneur. I am done with ollies and kickflips. And now the only tricks I'll be pulling are handing out business cards and firing any of my employees who try to take maternity leave. Now, for those of you who are not members of Hustle Juice Nation, you may be asking yourself, just who is Derek Contrera? Well, let me take you to me school. Firstly, I am a skateboarding legend. I'm the only person to win both a gold medal at the X Games and a Spike TV's Guy's Choice Award for the category Guy We Totally Watched Do Doggy Style on Our Girlfriend. And I was very, very humbled by that. Also, I was the host of the short-lived MTV2 Fail Video Roundup Show, Redonkulous Beefers. Yeah, we all remember that, which was tragically canceled after one and a half episodes for being too redonkulous. Also, I had my own amusement park ride at the Hershey's theme park in Pennsylvania called Derek Contreras Big Gooey Chocolate Adventure, but it was discontinued because 15 children got their arms ripped off by animatronic dancing Mr. Goodbars. But most impressive of all, I made a cameo as myself in the 2004 Seth Green comedy without a paddle. You guys remember a bunch of bees stung my ass and it got inflated and I flew away. That was fucking awesome. I had it all, but my whole world came crashing down on me 
after I suffered a career-ending injury, after I shattered my ass bones trying to kickflip over a pool of boiling hot Dr. Pepper for a branded video. Now, guys, this is really, this is really hard for me, but for the first time, I'm going to play the never-before-heard audio of my accident for you. You know, to go back to this day is is very like tough for me, but if I'm going to build a dope-ass future for myself, I need to move on from my past. But just as a word of warning, what you're about to hear is very, very disturbing. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yo, this is Derek Contrera here, and I'm super stoked that Dr. Pepper is giving me the opportunity to kickflip over a vat of their badass new flavor, caffeine-free vanilla fusion. Because Dr. Pepper gives me the fuel I need to do, well, just about anything. Here we go. Wow, that was really tough to listen to. Mm. Now, after the accident, I began to suffer from what is called depressions. And it was as if my brain was drowning in a toilet bowl of bad thoughts. Skateboarding was all I had, and it was taken away from me by my worthless ass bones. But then I remembered. I have the do or die spirit within me. I also have hustle juice flowing through my veins and no one can stop Derek Contreras from rising and grinding every day to chase the hustle. So I punch myself in the head over and over again until the depression left my brain. And that is why I urge anyone who has a mental illness to flush your pills down the toilet and just punch yourself in the head. It worked for me. It will definitely work for you. I promise. So then I decided I was ready to return to the spotlight, but this time, not as a skateboarder. This time, I am going to become the opposite of a skateboarder, a businessman. So every episode of this podcast will be focused on me launching a new business venture and each one will be more successful than the last. I'm also going to be interviewing some of the biggest business titans and business females in the game to get advice on how to crush it and be big dogs just like them. And like an Egyptian pharaoh, I will build an epic ass empire that will last for centuries, but instead of selling hay and mummies like they did, I will be selling baller ass shit that will be the hay and mummies of tomorrow. So what field have I set my sights on conquering first? That is easy. The world of tech, which is shorthand for technology, colon, the industry of computers, startups, and most importantly of all, battery-operated irrigation timers. So, please join me as I become to show you what it is to be businessman. 
Yo, what up? Uh, I'm here in this state-of-the-art studio I built uh, here at my home in Simi Valley. Uh, I called this place the Hustle Fuel Incubator. Um, I spent uh, the last of my skateboard money building this thing. It's soundproofed as fuck, as you can hear. Uh, no sound can get in or out. Um, and we actually can't get in or out either. Uh, this room has no exits. Uh, and I, I keep having to ask the fire department to blast a hole in the wall so I can get out after each time I record. And then every time I have a construction crew fill the hole in so there's no exit. Once again, um, the fire department is not happy about this. Uh, they say I'm wasting a lot of government time and resources. Uh, but anyway, I want to introduce you all to my crew. Uh, these are my ride or dyers, uh, my do or triers. First up, my best friend in the whole world, Wesley Oakley. What's happening? Yeah. And my cousin, and more importantly, my unpaid personal assistant, Michaela. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Michaela, you all right? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, great. So uh, I'm like 46 years old, so I'm way older than Derek. I'm super grateful that Derek gave me this opportunity to get internship credits at his company. I'm currently going to a technical college where I am specializing in skin therapy with a minor in waste management technology. <laughs> and Derek is nice enough to let me learn from under him, and I got ambitions. I do. I want to start my own clothing label company called Chaotic Yet Beautiful. We make our own graphic t-shirts with witty phrases written in cursive like chaotic yet beautiful and other phrases too that I have yet to think of. Wow, that is a great idea, Michaela. I can't wait to one day invest in that company. Oh, can I also plug my ambient music band? No, We're no, no. It's Wesley's turn to speak now. Wesley, who are you? What up? Uh, I'm Derek's best friend. I've known him since preschool. We've been through so much together, like preschool, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten. We've also been through so many, like, once-in-a-lifetime experiences, like the first grade, the second grade, the third grade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. I got yeah. Derek's back for life. You know, if you fuck with him, you fuck with me. I just started training to become an Instagram bodybuilder. So pretty <laughs> soon, I'll be able to back up all that trash talk. Right now, I can't. I'm 80 pounds and I'm five foot two, but you'll see soon. I'll be pumping iron at the gym, and in a few months, I'll be 200 pounds and six foot five. I don't know if the gym can make you taller, Wesley. Oh, you can with the regimen I'm doing. I have these two guys that hold me on each end and pull me on each end. So, like, I plan on getting, like, so tall and buff. I'm taking so many pictures of myself that I get famous. And then I'm going to launch my own brand of workout sodas. I'm going to buy a bunch of Sprite and water it down and then put new packaging on it. The profits will be huge. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so you guys are my most trusted advisors. Your opinions mean more to me than anyone's except my own, obviously. Uh, and I'm going to lay out for you my first business venture idea, uh, one that will be so successful and make me so much money that I'll never have to do more of this podcast, uh, and it will likely be the final episode. Okay. <laughs> You guys know, like, uh, computers mm -hmm. and how there's, like, uh, shit inside of it, like emails and stuff? Well, that's called technology. And then I remembered that there's that stuff, but inside of phones, and those are called apps. There's apps for everything these days. There's an app called Calculator. There's even an app called Phone. That's all the apps you have? Damn, you need more apps, dude. I, yeah, no, I've been, I've been hearing about all these, like, cool apps out there um, that are, like, even more sophisticated than calculator and phone. 
Uh, and I'm really tired of just like adding and subtracting uh, while I'm, you know, sitting around. Uh, so I want like something else to do. Um, uh, so I thought I'd come up with one myself. Uh, so you guys heard of this thing called Airbnb? Of course I have. I use Airbnb all the time. I rent out my kitchen to these two French guys, Jacques and Jacques. They leave all their luggage on the stove. And when I'm getting up to make my morning oolong tea, I always forget and I burn up all their stuff because it's a fire every day. <laughs> Damn, dude. You got to move those dudes' stuff off the stove. Nah, I'm not going to. I'll keep lighting their stuff on fire until they learn their lesson. Right. Okay. Um, uh, I wonder why your house is so fucking stinky last time I was over there. It smells like a goddamn fire. Yeah. I like that smell. No, it's different than, like, a Yankee candle with, like, a smoke scent. It's, like, straight-up fire. No, yeah, I like the smell of burning, like, plastic and stuff. Mm. You do? And burnt hair, yum. Yuck. It's my favorite. Michaela, no, burnt hair is, like, for sure the nastiest smell. No, burnt flesh is, and I still like it. Okay, so, Airbnb. You rent out your apartment to people, but... How come there's never been an app that lets you rent out your boyfriend or girlfriend to strangers when you're out of town? Introducing Boo Flip. It's like Airbnb, but it's for your significant other. You know, we all we all know when you go out of town, your boyfriend or girlfriend is having sex with other people anyway. Now you can make some money off of it. Oh, shit. That's the perfect idea. If I had a million dollars, I would give it to you right now. I like it, but I'm still not convinced. How does it work? Okay, easy. So let's say you're traveling. You put in your home address and how long you're going to be gone and then how many people you want to date and have sex with your significant other while you're away. And then people have sex with your girlfriend or boyfriend, Wesley, and give you money. And it's more expensive the more attractive they are, obviously. And also, if they have a great personality, more money, too. So to test that, we give them, like, a rigorous test with questions like, do you like the Scorpion King? And that's the only question. This is still a perfect idea. I would love to have sex with someone else's beautiful girlfriend or boyfriend, Wesley, <laughs> who likes the Scorpion King. It's honestly a perfect movie. Did you know that the Scorpion King is in the Bible? Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah, it's its own book in the Old Testament called the Book of the Scorpion King. He would circumcise babies with his big claws, and God told him to stop, and he said no. Wow, that is an inspiring fable. The Scorpion King clearly has the do-or-die spirit in his DNA. So do you guys think Booflip has a place in the marketplace? And also, is it marketability? What about STDs? STDs? Well, that's Booflip's version of a promo code. So, like, if somebody, if you're renting out your girlfriend or boyfriend, Wesley, you get a promo code. So, if, like, somebody's got herpes, you enter in herpes. and it, So, you get a deal? You get a little bit of a deal. You think people are that desperate for a deal that they would get herpes? I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I think a lot of people all the time are probably like, this person's probably nasty, but I'm horny. <laughs> I've said that. <laughs> I you get it. just said that. Yeah, I just said that. I was with, I came here. I was with Wesley mm. um, the other day at uh, at Kmart, mm-hmm. and we were. Uh, I was looking for one of the CDs that I could use the in, the free internet, the blue light internet from Kmart, mm-hmm. uh, where like Winona Judd used to sing on it, and I could not find it. They did not have them. Like they didn't. Kmart does not have. I don't think. The particular Kmart we went to mm-hmm. in Simi Valley has 
blue light internet anymore. Yeah, so there was this lady in the CD section, and Wesley said, she's nasty. Mm-hmm. And, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Not like she had green stink waves coming off Whoa, of her. Cartoon, a cartoon, dirty cartoon lady. Flies were flying around her. Yes. 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 Wow. Wait, flies. I know her. You do? Yeah. The, yeah. Her name's Miranda. Yeah. 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 I took her ID after. Oh, yeah. You did. Yeah. So you had sex with her? Oh, yes. Oh, man. She's going to. Oh, well, look at his so dick mean. right now. There's I mean, a little, there's some oh, there's lines. Oh, there's those pink lines and flies. <laughs> I, d- I didn't have time to take a shower, and I do not, I do not use Derek's shower. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's it gay. Is, yeah. No, don't, two dudes don't share the same shower. No, that that's shit is gay. gay. That shit is so gay. And I have a boyfriend. No, you having a boyfriend is way less gay than you using my shower. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, for yeah. sure. Ew. Can I ask you something? Yeah. What would I be on Boo Flip? Be honest, Derek. What do you like? Like rating wise, am, how see. expensive am I? What well, have you been? Well, I just it really it all depends on like you started a hundred percent rating, oh. um, and then you get people to rate you. So once you've been rented out a few times, people can uh, you know rate you and comment on you. Oh. Um, which sounds like a pretty good uh, idea, but also the idea of somebody actually writing out how good you have sex could maybe hurt people's feelings. And if your rating goes down, it's really sad. But if it goes up, that's good. What do you think my rating will be, Derek? Have you had sex before? <laughs> of course. I know what that is. It's a lot like sitting on a chair, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess sort of. You got to kind of like move up and down, though, I think. What? So when you've had sex, you just sit down and sit there? Yeah, that's how I've had sex. I'm wild. That's crazy. Uh, You should probably like watch pornos, Michaela. That's how I learned how how to have sex. So my app, Booflip, uh, is being developed as we speak. And as a business leader, it is important for me to uh, see my employees as people and not see them as nameless, interchangeable drones because I am a super down-to-earth boss. Um, and so I've decided to sit down here with the head engineer of Booflip, Phil. Uh, what's up, Phil? Uh, you grinding, man? You hustling? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we keep this short? Actually, I have a lot of code left to write. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know— you're on my podcast now, so uh, mm-hmm. no. Um, and I want to give my listeners, you know, an in-depth look at what it's like to work inside of my hustle fuel incubator where anything is possible. Um, so when I first saw Phil's resume, I immediately knew uh, he had the do-or-die spirit um, and he had the tools to manufacture success and also that his brain secretes delicious, uh, nutritious hustle juice. Um, and also like me, he wants to cultivate an obsessively curious forever brand um, that is also relentlessly optimizing. Um, yeah, thanks. Yes. Uh, great. Awesome. So, uh, Phil, what's uh, what's it like to be my employee and work on Booflip inside of my hustle fuel incubator? Is it like your wildest fantasies have come true? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, I've worked at a lot of startups, and this is one of them. Damn. <laughs> Oh, man, that is the greatest compliment I have ever received in my entire life. Um, 
wow, um, aren't the offices amazing? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you love that the only chairs we have are exercise balls? Um, mm-hmm. And we have like 18 foosballs tables, um, so much so that it's impossible to walk around without bumping into them. There's so many of yeah, them. Yeah, actually about that. Would it be possible for me to get a regular chair? Or I also wouldn't mind having a standing desk if – uh, no, no. Uh, all of the desks here are two inches tall for a reason. Um, it's postmoderns. Um, I definitely like want people who work here to feel like focus on how much fun they're having and not how little money they're making. Um, you know? Yeah. It's actually incredibly painful to sit on an exercise ball and then lean forward over to a two inch desk, especially all day. It's painful to do that well, for any amount of time. Well, it's like postmoderns, uh, so I want like I don't magazines know. to come here and it's be like— It's hard to do. I think it's like the opposite of what a human body can do. All right. Well, if you want, I can like get a little bit bigger exercise balls and smaller desks. No, no, no. That would be worse. That would be like way worse. Like I, it'd be no exercise— If I could on my hands and knees code would be—I don't even want to do that, but that would be somewhat easier— well, it, I, I, I tell you what you could do. You could get on your hands and knees, and then I could get a small boy to sit on your back, and you tell no, no. him what to write on the computer so no, it no, like, no, no. looks cool. It has like a vibe. No, but that would take forever and hurt. No, I look, just a normal chair would be great. Or you know what? Leave the exercise balls and have give normal-sized desks. Sorry. No can do. All right, Phil? The office is supposed to, you know, be fun to make you want to work harder for less money, you okay, know? Okay, well, do you know what would make it a fun office for me if I got moved to a room with a window? You have six unoccupied offices with windows. Could I just have one? Okay, no, because those rooms, like, need to be empty because it's, like, the aesthetic of the office and like natural light is only going to distract you. Um, Mm -hmm. So you got to be like constantly working. If you want to like take the edge off, you should like go play foosball or something. I actually tried to play, but the foosball's tables are all jammed too close together. It's impossible to play any of them. And I have no one to play with because I'm your only employee. Okay. Geez, Phil. Okay. If you were working as hard as you're complaining, we'd be more on schedule. All right. Are we still on track to launch the app tomorrow or what? Like that's what you're- What? No, you never once brought that deadline up to tomorrow. What makes you think that'd be possible? You hired me three days ago. Phil, like, come on. I'm starting to doubt that you had the success gene to begin with. At first, I thought you chased the hustle, but now I'm starting to think like the hustle is chasing you. What are you talking about? Look, I'm sorry. I I can't get this out by tomorrow. It's just me working on this thing. I need a team of at least 20 people. Even then, we wouldn't be able to get a beta off the ground for another six months. What? Like, well, we're, you're going to have to find, like, ways to cut corners in production, okay? First thing, you're taking too many bathroom breaks, all right? You're going down from two to one bathroom break. Right, that I really don't mind so much. I actually had to cut my bathroom breaks down to zero ever since you started locking me in my office from the outside while I worked. That's why I asked you for an office with a window. I've been shitting in the corner like an animal. See? Now that's the kind of do or dire or try it spirit that I have to have around here, okay? Like, listen, I know I'm being hard, Mm -hmm. but I'm doing all this to motivate you, okay? That's what a great leader does. They inspire their employees to push themselves past their limits. So much so that it negatively affects their well-being, all right? So that I, their boss, become more rich. Okay, how does that not inspire you? I'm just going to give you a firm no about putting the app out tomorrow. It's my daughter's birthday tonight, and I promised my wife I'd be out of here by six. Okay, what if I gave you like a majority stock in Booflip, and you could like get it done by the end of the week? Well, hmm, um, hmm, that would require me to miss my daughter's birthday and pull an all-nighter the next three nights. But okay, yeah, I guess I 
I could get a beta version out. I mean, with a lot of bugs, of course. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, bugs are awesome. Like, get it done. All right, do you want to use the bathroom before I lock you inside of your office for four days straight? Or? No, I've gotten used to the corner. I actually kind of like it. So uh, you guys probably don't know this, but to keep podcasts afloat, uh, a lot of them will take on sponsors and advertisements. So um, that's what I'm going to do right now, even though it compromises my integrity. Um, I have sold out to the man, um, but it's it's not bad because I get money now. Um, so our sponsor today is Sleeper Mattresses. Uh, they are a memory foam mattress that is apparently more comfortable than a normal mattress. Um, I wouldn't know, though. I'm like too baller for a mattress. Um, I don't know why you'd sleep in a mattress. Uh, I sleep on a bunch of grocery bags full of old clothes that I was supposed to give to Goodwill like eight years ago, but I didn't because they were comfy as hell uh, to roll around on and fuck on. Um, And in fact, I'm willing to bet that my trash bags full of old Dickies pants are way more comfortable than any sleeper mattresses. So don't use the promo code Derek to get 15% off your next memory foam mattress. Instead, come to my house and I'll give you a trash bag full of clothes to rest your head on for only 10 bucks. Take that, sleeper mattresses. You have entered my dojo and I have defeated you. Michaela, Wesley, what do you think of these mattresses? Derek, you are absolutely 100% right about these mattresses. I slept on that mattress last night and it gave me a freaky diggy nightmare. I had one where I was married to a big-ass spider, and a spider had sex with me. And now I have PTSD from that nightmare, all thanks to this bitch-ass mattress. I don't know if I will ever recover. This is the worst mattress in the world, and everyone should buy Derek's plastic sacks full of clothes instead. Yeah, I slept on that mattress, too, and it sucked. I'm totally paralyzed now. Oh, shit. I'm sorry to hear that, Michaela. I know it's impossible for anyone to tell if I'm actually paraplegic because this is over the radio, but I need money from the mattress company immediately. I swear, I'm not lying. I need millions of dollars, no questions asked, and I won't sue. Okay, this is fucked up. It's been three seconds, and they still have not paid me. Sleeper mattresses suck. Sleeper mattresses, I can't believe you would purposefully paralyze one of your customers and then refuse to give them any money. You people are sick. But if you buy one of Derek Contreras' bag of clothes, I promise you will never, ever get paralyzed. In fact, your bones will get stronger from sleeping on it, and you will add 20 years to your lifespan. Boom. Wow. All right, we're done. I guess that's how you do an ad. Oh, hell yeah. It's time for Strictly Business's debut interview. Uh, I couldn't be more thrilled, aka stoked, uh, to have this man as my first guest. Uh, he is one of the undisputed titans of Silicon Valley. Uh, he has invented and invested in some of the most important technologies in the world today. Uh, in 100 years, he's going to be uh, more important than Einstein and Gandhi combined. Uh, give it up for my man, Fishoff Whiff. Hello, it's so great to meet you. Uh, Derek, right? Yeah, Derek Contrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so so uh, interesting to meet you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it wasn't really uh, a compliment. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, a, a interesting, uh, so not nice to meet you, or? It, 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 this meeting is of interest to me. Oh, okay, cool. That's a nice way to kind of, like, uh, flip saying nice to meet you, so you kind of, like, neg people a little bit. <laughs> That's uh, primarily what I like to do, is I like to neg people when I meet them. Oh, okay, cool. And that way, if I ever give you a compliment, you'll yeah consider when- it to be doubly uh, yeah, no, for real. Like you definitely, you came in and before we started recording, you said you're wearing a hat. And um, and that, that was like, it was more descriptive. Especially because you're not wearing one. <laughs> right. So it was, 
it's just kind of my little way to make you question your own reality. Yeah, because I looked around and I was like, did I forget something? And then I kind of just like thought about my life for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Did um, it make, did you start to think your hair was a hat? Yeah, I was like, I was like, it, does he think my hair is fake? Um, because it's like, it's not fake. Um, and then I was like, should I get like more hair? Like, should I start? How taking, would you get more hair? Well, like I get like hair plugs or, or start mm. taking Propecia to maybe like regrow some of the hair that is quick growing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I really. Uh, it, I wouldn't uh, suggest not doing that. Oh, but oh, it's, it's it was not my intention. So you wouldn't suggest not. So that means, God, that like that like hurt a little bit, but also yeah. it was. It's a little like arithmetic right. in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, I'm for sorry. sure. Fischoff, uh, like what I love about you is that you're a baller-ass uh, visionary. Thank um, you. Uh, what made you have such a brilliant, big-ass brain full of crazy ideas? I don't know. You know, I, I think I was just uh, a visionary ever since I was young. You uh -huh. know, I uh, when I was young, I just <laughs> – Honestly, ideas started popping in my head, you know, a lot like uh, popping corn. Uh, oh, You know for sure. how if you have an air popper, suddenly popcorn appears in it? Yeah. That was, that was ideas. Oh, okay. So me. your brain was like full of little kernels and you had to heat it up and then all the – what would you I, say? I found heat? if I ever went into a sauna – or a hot room. Oh, I so would, it was literal heat. It was literal it heat like, would make ideas sort of pop in my head. Oh, so it wasn't like education that was your heat. It was actual heat. It, it was. I actually grew up in Antarctica uh, for the first eight years of my life, and I never had one single idea. And then the minute I went to Argentina, where I was raised. Oh, okay. Pop, 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 pop. Tons of ideas mm -hmm. flowing at eight. So, like, you were moved— uh, at eight years old, uh, I moved. I don't know that I was moved. Oh, I, you I, you picked up and left. Well, it wasn't part of your parents. No, I went with my family, but oh, they okay. they didn't forcibly move me. If that's oh, what you're I asking, see. I see. Okay, I okay. didn't I didn't sit there refusing to go until they had to pick me up and carry me. Oh, I, I see. went with them of my own volition. Oh, so you didn't throw a tantrum or anything, or sit your ass on some ice and say "fuck no, I'm not leaving." Uh, I you know ice was all we had to sit on. So, uh, oh, so I was, I probably was sitting on ice Were you that, that, and that is why, honestly, I have uh, a butthole the size of a thimble because it's very cold and, yeah, and you, puckers. You definitely bring that up in interviews. Uh, you start yes. off usually by bragging about how little your butthole I'm is. I'm surprised it took me this long to get to it. <laughs> um, now, uh, you are a board member and a capital investor list of some of the biggest apps and websites around. Um, I like want to do that. Uh, yes. so like, tell me how to do it. Well, it all started, uh, I, I've been fascinated by transportation mm. ever since I was uh, eight years old. And yeah. Those ideas started to percolate. Oh, that's another metaphor, percolating, like coffee. That's interesting. Um, another thing that you need heat for. Yeah. Um, I've been fascinated by transportation. So it started with an app that uh -huh. I created, yeah. the app Hitch, which you might know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of... Uh, transportation apps out there. Mm -hmm. And Hitch uh, was the first one where I, I looked at the other competitors like Uber and Lyft. Sure. And I thought, why are all these people paying for this service? Uh, why aren't, why can't we find people who need rides yeah. and pair them up with people who want to give rides? For to sure. People? It's very simple. So we created Hitch. Uh, where you enter your information and your location into an app, and then we find a willing participant who's like, oh, I wouldn't mind picking that person up. For and sure. Taking them to wherever they want to go because it's on my way. 
You I see. see. Yeah. I did not know there was a market out there or at least a, a big uh, a group of people who are looking to give rides. Sure. Well, I mean, part of it is there's no payment involved other than the price of a single kiss. So that as, as, and it can be anywhere. It can be on the cheek. It can be on the, the lips. It can be on, I, a lot of times it ends up being on the penis, mm-hmm. but as long as that kiss is exchanged, then uh, there is no price. Okay, so people who are are looking to give rides, yes, are um, they they their only payment is is, is usually they, re- a they kiss receive on, a, a kiss on the penis. <laughs> it it occasionally turns out to be there. It can be anywhere on the body I see. that they specify. Okay, so um, and there's no payment involved. There is a tip involved. Well. <laughs> But right. Pun intended. Oh, okay. So you weren't uh, talking about extra money. You were talking about I was, the tip of a penis. Well, I was talking about both. There are two <laughs> tips. There's the tip of a penis, and there is uh, certainly if they wish to, if the uh, person giving the ride who receives the kiss mm-hmm. wishes to tip the person that he's giving a ride to. And sometimes the rides are really uh, only a block. Uh, sometimes the car remains stationary. <laughs> But as long as uh, the person enjoys giving a ride to that person, he can tip the person. I see. And that's where Hitch makes its money. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the times a person gets in a person's car and gives them a kiss on the penis, tips them, and then gets out of the car in the same place? That's a lot of what happens. And what happens with the money then is it goes into our uh, profit incentive uh, manipulation participation program, or PIMP, (laughs) And we take roughly 80 to 90% of it, uh, and then the uh, person receiving the ride gets the other uh, 10, 20%, sometimes nothing. And, uh, and that, is, that is why they are incentivized to, to continue with this program. Oh, I see. And I noticed you're dressed, you are dressed in all velvet. I am, yes. <laughs> and uh, you may have noticed that unlike... You, I am wearing a hat. Right, yes. With a large feather and an incredibly floppy brim. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah, and it, it looks— Some uh, might say it's an undercover brother-style <laughs> appearance. For sure, yeah. Um, now, so is, this app is doing, like, pretty well. Uh, it, it, did, it did very, very well, uh, especially for the company, not so much for the participants. But uh, part of the problem was the marketing. You see, the, the name Hitch— mm-hmm. Uh, part of the issue was uh, people, when they downloaded the app, they thought they were ordering the movie hitch from yeah. Video On Demand. Sure, the Will Smith movie? Sure, and that a, a big issue with that was um, the poster and the, 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 the picture on the app was I took two separate pictures of my favorite movie stars, uh, Will Smith and Kevin James, right. and I put them onto the app. Now, I didn't know... That the two separate pictures, what I thought, they were my two favorite pictures of my two favorite movie stars. Mm-hmm. They actually were from the same poster of Hitch. Oh, I, I they see. They were two totally separate pictures, I thought. Right, but together, when you put them together, it looked exactly like the movie <laughs> Exactly Hitch like the movie poster Hitch. Oh, I so see. So we got into some legal trouble with that. For sure, for sure. Um, now, you got your start in the dot-com bubble of the 90s. Like, how do I get involved in the dot-com bubble? Of the 90s? Yeah. Okay, well, it's very simple. Are you an inventor of any sort? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Okay, great. Sure. Invent a time machine. Okay, all right. And then so. travel back roughly mm, 20, 24 years or so. Okay. And then sink all of your money into 
the dot com bubble. Okay, invent time machine. You're 20. only on invent time machine. Yes. <laughs> okay, I've I've gone considerably further than that. Yeah. Well, hold on and go back twenty to twenty. I'm not going to sit here. Twenty twenty four. Twenty. No, that's go in back the future. To 20, go to twenty twenty four. No, that's in the future. Uh, it, okay. I, although that might be a fun thing you could do in your time machine to test it out. Yeah. Now, uh, the International Trade Union Confederation has named you uh, the worst boss on the planet 10 years in a row. Um, why do you think your employees say working for you is a, quote, grueling and inhumane experience? That's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> That's a direct quote. That's a direct quote from them. Is yeah. that on a poster somewhere of, about my me being a boss? Is that like a poll quote? Yeah. Almost like it a w- movie review? Yeah, it was. It can, was. Can you look me up on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> See exactly I, what? Yeah, what there's a, my, What am I getting on the tomato meter? Um, I, uh, you're getting a, a lot of bad Zero tomatoes. Zero tomatoes. You realize that's not how the tomato meter works. Wait, how does... I thought... Tomato meter is either rotten <laughs> or or it's... the Which is a splat. So, oh, do you not get a certain amount of tomatoes and the less tomatoes? Like You don't get a certain amount of tomatoes. Oh, it's I a, it's like, a binary choice between oh. uh, you receive a tomato or you receive a rotten tomato. Oh, I thought if like 100 tomatoes was good and zero tomatoes was bad. <laughs> that uh, well, to be honest, uh, in certain situations in life, that is true. Yeah, a hundred tomatoes can be very good. Yeah, whereas zero tomatoes can be very bad. So like, you're not too far off, right? Like, do you think you're a rotten tomato? People, as a boss, people don't like me as a boss, uh, and not because I yell uh, mm. very loud. Not at them. because of that. Not because of that. Uh-huh. Although I do yell at them a lot. Okay. Uh, people don't like me as a boss because uh, of my insults. Mm. Um, I saw an episode uh, of a television program uh, on, uh, I believe it was some sort of musical television network. Uh, okay. And uh, a man named Nicholas was the host. Uh-huh. And uh, he uh, had a very vocative name, is uh, a circus name. He was shot out of, out of a cannon, I believe, or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were uh, they were having just a, a wonderful exchange about uh, a person's mother. And uh, I just thought that was just so very interesting how how uh, one person would talk about the other person's mother and then the other person would talk about the other person's mother. And I thought that was – I'm going to bring that to work. So the next day I came up and I, I went over to my employee and I said, hello, your mother is a disgusting piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, the the – Interesting thing was their face fell, and they did not like that. And I said, oh, this isn't like this situation with this Nicholas Cannon fellow. Mm-hmm. This is not enjoyable to him. But then I found the power that that person could not say anything to me because I was their boss. Oh, I see. So it was kind of like a one-sided yo mama joke without a pun or anything. Pun? I didn't realize there were puns involved. Well, in you know, there's not necessarily puns, but they're usually like clever. You just like go, what? Like uh, your yo mama's so fat when she sits around the house, she really sits around the house. I don't understand that. What uh, what like, would that mean? She like sits, kind of like she's so big. When yes, she sits I understand that part. That her her ass envelops the entire house. And it's on all sides of the house. She sits around the house. I, I, I don't, I really don't understand that one, honestly. I know that's a classic, but I, yeah. I've never understood it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like, but, but there, yeah, there was no pun involved. There was just uh, pure 
insults. I had also done a lot of opposition research on my employees' mothers, mm-hmm. and I brought up a lot of very hurtful things to them that they were unaware of. Oh, uh, so you had a dossier of their— <laughs> That's right, <laughs> including P-tapes uh, that a lot of their mothers were involved in. <laughs> Uh, there were drug problems, gambling problems, uh, questions of legitimacy of the parentage that a lot of these uh, employees were unaware of. Okay. Cause like, so did you use these, uh, when you wanted to motivate the employees? Oh no, I, I came loaded for bear the first day and I let them all have it. We had a, (laughs) a a company wide meeting that lasted for several hours and I went down the line one by one and I, whether they were doing good or not. Oh, I don't care whether they do. I I had no idea. I just wanted to test these out. I was very fond of them. And that became a regular occurrence. I see. Oh, you do it often. Uh, Quite often, yes. And is it just to their mothers? Uh, I branched out into their children was my next step. (laughs) Um, A a lot of children are very ugly and untalented. Yeah, yeah. And I would remind them of that fact. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, then— Did you bring the children in? I brought, I definitely, uh, I would take them out of school. One thing that people did not uh, understand why I was doing it when they signed up to work for me, when I gave them a job, I made sure that I was the emergency contact for their children for sure. in school so okay. that I could pick them up out of school. Oh, so this has been going, Oh, so you had to like really prepare for this moment. I really prepared for it. Yes. I brought them all in and I, uh, I, I told all of the children that I was taking them to see a sex education film. <laughs> And they were very excited. You remember these days when oh, you would see sure. the sex education film. You'd think about it for several weeks beforehand of, oh, it's coming. It, yeah, here it comes. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yeah. And uh, so they were they were very excited to see this film and then very disappointed when it was just me berating them in front of their parents. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, like I'm having like a little bit of trouble. I tried putting uh, hundreds of foosball tables in my, uh, in my office area. Hmm. How many did you get to? Uh... <laughs> Because like it's 80. You got all the way up to 80. How big is your office area? Um, It's like maybe like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, the Mad Men bullpen area. Uh, the Mad Men bullpen area. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm envisioning it. Okay. it. Which season, though? Uh, when, they, when they went into business for themselves? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So like a smaller area. Um, smaller than that. Yeah, it's kind of like packed with foosball tables. Okay, um, are they they must be on top of each other all yeah, the way. Yeah, they're up stacked to the next to each other and and stuck stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. and apparently uh they can't really get to the little the little uh handles. Mm-hmm. So they're not liking that too much. Um mm-hmm. I keep who's, them, who's they? Uh uh my employees. <laughs> oh, you have employees. Yeah, I have okay. like a, a one guy who's working for me who's developing um, an app. Uh, uh, I'm currently developing it. It's called um, uh, Booflip. Booflip. Yeah, it's kind of like. Um, Let air- me. Can I guess? Yeah, for sure. Okay, is this where you yell the word "boo" much like Medea uh-huh. at someone, <laughs> and then they in turn are so startled that they do a flip. Oh, uh, no, because I feel like that has nothing to do with the phone at all. Well, they could be holding the phone. Okay, so in your head, like, I give, I, they, I say, pull out your phone. Right. I scream boo at them. And <laughs> so you're doing, this, you're doing the screaming in this scenario. Oh, I, oh, did they scream it at me? I, they could. I, I imagined it was two separate people, one oh. doing the scream. I didn't realize you wanted to be involved in every transaction. Oh, yeah. I like kind of like being involved with my apps mm. um, or at least testing them out in beta phases. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I scream at them, boo. And they also have to be good enough to do a flip. 
Okay, yeah. yeah so there's a like, vetting process. Yeah, that takes for place. sure. Um, sure. Well, it's not that, but I really like that idea. Um, mm. What I'm, exactly is Booflip? Uh, Booflip is like it's like an Airbnb, uh, but when you're out of town, uh, you kind of like rent out your girlfriend or boyfriend. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So like you know, people can have sex with them while you're gone. Right. Okay. Because they're not doing anything; they're just sitting there. So you think when you leave a room. Anyone who was previously in the room with you just sits down wherever they are and sort of deactivates? Yeah, it's kind of like um, like kind of like how on video games, when you go into a room, like... Suddenly they'll stand up, they'll rise, and they'll come over to meet you? Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, um, that's solipsism as, at its finest, definitely. Yeah, yeah yes. for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, so, yeah, and then you kind of like, they, they pay you. Who, 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 uh, both parties pay you? Yeah. Yeah, your boyfriend and girlfriend, because you're giving their some, them something to do mm-hmm. when you're gone. Sure. So, like, yeah, you kind of, like, uh, rent them out, and they are rented out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then they, yeah. So you're sort of like a realtor who is representing the client and the person selling the house. Exactly, yeah. Right. It's you're- definitely uh, not in their best interest. Sure. <laughs> Is that how it's advertised? Not in either of yours best interests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's kind of like the the tagline. Okay, great. This is not in your best interest. Okay. How's um, that how's that doing? Uh not so good. Mm. Uh, people are like, uh, why would I do this if it's not in my best interest? Mm-hmm. These are um, the messages you're receiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far, uh, I've gotten zero tomatoes. Well, I was going to ask you, because this is like in the news now, like one of your biggest projects is sending a bunch of women you've impregnated in vitro style into space to go to Mars. Right. So that uh, the whole population of Mars will be your spawns. Um, Like, how did you have such an incredibly inspiring vision for the future? Well, I'll tell you, uh, when I started getting those ideas when I was a young boy, uh, I was In left— In the heat. Yes. I was left alone a lot, uh-huh. and I, I was a, a latchkey child. And oh, I, I had, see. And uh, I really only could watch television and, and entertain myself. And I started thinking about the future, and I started thinking about ideas. And uh, I, I certainly have ideas about space, about sending uh, people off in big rafts mm-hmm. almost uh, into space. I have other ideas, transportation. I mentioned I was very interested in transportation, and I have ideas about uh, self-driving cars mm-hmm. and uh, cars that can drive themselves and that would perhaps uh, – uh, populate towns and uh, were one of the cars to break the law. Another car could be a judge uh, over them. Uh, and they could race around uh, racetracks and being watched by other sentient cars. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, in, in towns named things like Radiator Springs uh, and uh, with cars – even having names such as Lightning McQueen or Mater. Um, and I thought of these space rafts and I thought of the little robots who would uh, clean up behind the, the, the space rafts after they left mm-hmm. uh, and watch scenes from musicals. Uh, and I thought about uh, creating sentient toys that would, uh, I mean, why, do, why should we play with toys? Toys should just play with each other. Uh, it sounds like you've had a bunch of ideas for, uh, Pixar movies. What? Who movies? Who's, who is Pixar? Is this one of the new movie stars? Uh, yeah. Like it's a movie studio and they've done like a bunch of, uh, like animated movies, like uh, the ones you're talking about. Mm, Not uh, ringing any bells. Cars, Toy Story, um, WALL-E. 
I don't know what those are, but I have a new idea for a new business about okay. houses. Why do they have to stay in one place? <laughs> Why can't they be mobile? We could put balloons on them and they could they could roam all over the country. Oh, I mean, like, you're sort of saying the idea of a Pixar movie, but I don't know if that's, like, the plot of that movie. Well, certainly whoever lived in the house would be a very old person who had their loved one die. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, now that, I yeah, that's that's the movie Up. <laughs> the movie what? Up. I don't, it's, you see, I, I, I'm not a cinephile. I have not... Not really uh, mm. seen what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Um, I also have a, an idea about yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> a city populated only by animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, animals from the zoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. a utopia for them. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. Is that a different studio, though? <laughs> I don't. Again, because I'm not a cinephile and I don't know movies at all, yeah. I don't know about uh, studios or anything like that. I also had another idea <laughs> about uh, a person in World War II who takes a, a, uh, a serum that makes him very, very strong. Oh. And he travels to the future. And then uh, there's another man who's in a robot suit. He gets very angry at him. Oh, I see. I'm pretty sure that's uh, not an animated movie at all. Or I guess, yeah, it, w it was. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know what these things I are. I think you're talking about Captain America? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But these are my ideas for the future. I see. And so, yes, I want to take uh, women that I've impregnated uh, at various – I mean, obviously, they can't all be – uh, impregnated at the same time. Right, right. Uh, I would have to impregnate them in a, seri a series of ejaculations. Oh, so you're going to actually have sex with them. W what were you thinking that I would— uh, Like, just maybe, like, you jerk off in a cup, and then you, like, get that and then put it in them? Where's or? the fun in that, my dear boy? <laughs> uh, I, oh, I just thought it would be, like, a little bit more humane. Humane? Yeah. The, what I'm is more humane than, than two bodies— uh, rolling all over each other. <laughs> what do you think sex is? <laughs> I think, I think, isn't it one uh, person uh, docile and supine, mm. and the other person rolling all over them, and saying, like a steamroller type of thing? Kind of. Uh, you've seen these cartoons. I, I'm not sure if you've seen these these Wiley e. Coyote cartoons with the Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah. And a steamroller will come and roll yes. them over. Yes. And then. Uh, the, the, the Wiley e. Coyote will be flattened and he'll be able to fit underneath a door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that that's what you're trying to do. No, I just wanted to bring those up. <laughs> okay. I think they're funny. I see. Okay. Well, like you've um you've invested a lot in artificial intelligence. Um, do you fear that uh, artificial intelligence technology will one day grow so advanced that a robot will want to give us a kiss? I'm hoping so. I'm uh -huh. I uh, quite honestly the best business ideas takes the human being out of the equation. I see. So in my app Hitch, mm -hmm. I always thought it would be better as a self-driving car uh that perhaps even smiled with its bumper like a Herbie the Love Bug type situation <laughs> picking up uh, uh an so AI. So you have seen Herbie. I love Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> Herbie Goes Bananas. Yeah, okay. Oh, classics. Classics, okay. <laughs> are those the only movies you've seen? Those are the only ones coming to mind right now. <laughs> but picking up um, a uh, an AI, uh, an iRobot type. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yes. iRobot like the Will Smith movie? 
I don't know what that is. So you've seen Hitch and all of the Herbie movies. Uh, well, I've mentioned two of the Herbie movies. Okay, I, okay. You can't presume I've seen that's them all. That's true. That's true. All right. So you don't know what iRobot is? I don't though? know what iRobot is. All Does right. it star my favorite movie star, Will Smith? Yes, yeah. Not Kevin James, though. Is he in the same outfit as in Hitch? No. Mm, pass. <laughs> I love that outfit. I might like the outfit better than Will Smith. R- remind me of the outfit. He's wearing like a brown jacket. <laughs> I thought it was like very unrecognizable. I'd be very, very interested to see that outfit in other films. <laughs> oh, so you think that brown jacket is like kind of like a Spider-Man That's suit. the movie star, I think. I don't know why. I, honestly, I don't know why Will Smith got to continue on making movies. That outfit. I would have loved to see that star in other for movies. For sure, for sure. And do you dress as uh, Hitch for Halloween? Yes, I dress as this, <laughs> but you put a brown every jacket day, <laughs> and okay. I put a brown jacket over it. I see, and people automatically say you have to be Hitch. I see, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess like uh, takeaway is um, like uh, treat your employees uh, like shit uh, to keep them in line, uh, and and no holds barred. Like get their children out of school and make fun of them too. I think you're always looking for any competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that can put you over the top. So it's not uh, it's not friends. It's business. Have right. you heard that? The show? Usually it's Because sometimes show people business. who worked on that show, friends was their business. That's, that's the ironic thing, isn't it? <laughs> because they, when they would go to work, they would say, I'm going to friends. And yeah. people would be very confused and say, how do you make money? Yeah. And they'd say, no, I'm rich. <laughs> I work... I work at Friends, and people would be very confused by that, and yeah. they, would, they would lash out at the people. Yeah. And it was very a very lonely existence for them. Yeah. Like, that That must have been very tough for them. They lost all their friends. They Well, no. They they gained. They gained five other friends that's at true. work. Yeah, that's Very true. confusing. That is very confusing. Well, really quickly before you go, I thought this was really awesome. Like, you are, you are introducing uh, a new method of transportation uh, – that uh, uh, takes people underground in like a vacuum uh, in between uh, major U.S. cities. Like, uh, do you have any announcements for that? Like, uh, in between what cities you're going to be launching? Or yes, we're uh, basically you've had the experience where you're in uh, you're at LAX mm-hmm. and you're trying to get to Burbank, <laughs> and the only way to do it is to take a plane. No, we're, no, we're, we're trying to have an underground tunnel. That can circumvent that impulse and that desire. Oh, so for people who are looking to take, who are near LAX and looking to take like a weekend away in Burbank? Yes, they're trying to get to San Francisco, (laughs) and all they can do is take a plane to Burbank and then a plane from Burbank to San Francisco. We're trying to... Oh, okay. To get rid of that. How about like New New York City to Washington, D.C.? I don't know what those places are. (laughs) But I do have a new idea... Uh, about a family of superheroes. Oh, no. Once the mother is elastic. No. The father is really, really strong. No, I think you're talking about um, oh, The Incredibles. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Where does anyone get their ideas? I mean, they these are movies that you should have seen, Fischoff. Like, they're really, really good. And you're saying them exactly like they... I also think that this family would wrestle with uh, wanting their children to uh, not stand out, not be special. Yeah, those are exact plots. I mean, so far you like almost got up. There'd be a Mr. Freeze type character. (laughs) Yep, yep, that's it. Well, Fischoff, thanks so much uh, 
for joining me. Maybe like we can like work together for Boothlip. Um, mm, interesting. So you would like to what to for me to rent out my girlfriends to you or the no, women I'm impregnating? N- no, like maybe uh, uh, like help me. Uh, uh, maybe like come up with the poster for it or or like give me some money to like help invest on. Give it. you some money. Yeah, I didn't realize that was what this. Uh, interview was all about. You You need money? Well, yeah, I mean... I didn't realize this was a reverse Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where instead of me watching it, I'm now being watched. Yes, yeah. You you come in here and sit on this chair, and I, and I need money. Okay, I only sit on ice cubes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've been sitting on a regular chair this whole time. Your butthole's, like, actually pretty big now. It's expensive. Ended. Your butt- I, I feel like I'm gaping, but it's really you're literally it, sitting around the chair. <laughs> My butthole is the size of one of your hot dogs, about dime size. Yeah. Whoa. Yours. Yes. I, it's very uncomfortable. Well, now you get like what that yo mama joke is about. Of course, you're it's very funny. Around the chair. I'm going to use that. You one. get it. Thank yep. you. All right, fish off. Well, um, I guess you got to take off. But thanks again for never uh, speak to me again. Okay. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. What. An interview. I learned so much about the tech world from Vishoff Whiff, and I couldn't wait to apply all of those wisdoms and knowledgeables to Booflip. Unfortunately, soon after the interview, Booflip was shut down by the authorities. No one told me this, uh, but I guess renting out your girlfriend or boyfriend is technically prostitution in the state of California and also in other states, and in most countries. But don't worry, guys. I am chill. My head engineer, Phil, was the majority shareholder in the company, so the police arrested him. I think we can like all agree that Booflip was definitely more his idea than mine, and I had barely anything to do with it. And also, I even showed the police like the corner office that Phil uses as his bathroom, further proving that he is a menace to society whose words can't be trusted. But thank you for listening, Hustle Juice Nation. Um, You guys are probably surprised that I did not succeed immediately right off the bat. And yes, so am I. But do not fear. My brain is overflowing with wonderful businessman ideas, and I cannot wait to share them all with you. Later! Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.